big announcement in that the Breaking Strength Podcast now has its first sponsor. Team Builder provides strength and conditioning software to athletics programs around the country. Whether you write your own programs or want a resource for new training programs, Team Builder can make your weight room more efficient, more accountable, and smarter when it comes to measuring your athlete's effort in the weight room. Visit their website and start a 14-day free trial at teambuilder.com. Right now, Team Builder is also offering a 10-week spread offense tempo training program. Just use promo code SPREAD, S-P-R-E-A-D, when you start your free trial. So, what up, everybody? This is going to end up being like episode three or something. I don't even care. I'm not going to go into like too long of an intro on this, but we're going to just cover some topics on internships. But before we do that, I made a promise to Mr. Ryan McDermott that we would talk about Messi versus Ronaldo. (laughs) Ryan, we have gone through this the entire summer, all right? I have given you stats, and yet you still think that Ronaldo is better when clearly he is not. Well, Messi what the hell? will quit on his team. Not a good not a good player. Like you can't be the best of all time if you're quitting on your team. Like going to retirement, not showing up, getting beat by one of the worst teams ever to reach the semifinals of the Champions League in Roma. Uh, what's Ronaldo do? He goes and scores, you know, two or three goals a game in the biggest games of the year against better teams. He steps up when it when Still it needs to. It. Like, I'm not having it. I mean, you can have your opinion, but again, like always, <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, it, you, either you guys have any opinions on this? Um, no. Okay, that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, to. I'm gonna have to be with Cody here. Soccer's not really my my thing. Yeah. Well, I just made Ryan a promise that if he ever got on, we were gonna talk about it. So there you go, Ryan. There's your little <laughs> claim to fame right there. All right, so um, I guess before we get going, we're gonna go around. We're gonna introduce everybody. Right. Obviously, the people listening know me, and if they don't, I don't care. Um, but we're gonna do this in a in a little different way. I want you guys to introduce yourself from most facial hair to least facial hair. Oh. So Cody, you're up, man. All right. Um, well, so you guys probably know me from grad school. So uh, Cody Hardwick uh, went to grad school with these fools uh, back from 2014, which yeah. seems so long ago. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it's been forever now. So 2014 to 2016. Uh, so about two, two and a half years ago. Uh, since then, uh, I've kind of put a one foot in the door, one foot out the door when it comes to strength and conditioning. Uh, so right now I work in the private sector at a, a, a small facility in downtown Indianapolis, uh, called lift lab. Um, where we do pretty much anything and everything. Um, we're kind of known for more Olympic weightlifting, so uh, snatches, clean and jerks, having people compete in uh, weightlifting uh, through SAW. Uh, and then also I have a little bit of a foot in the door still in teaching, so I teach at a local university um, in Indy um, called Marion. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just kind of doing what I've been doing since grad school is strength conditioning and also teaching. So When do you start teaching? Uh, this is my, I guess, second or third semester doing it. 
Ah. Uh, and then I'll, I'll start doing it more. Um, here comes springtime as well. So were you, were you teaching? Uh, so last semester I taught at, like under the kinesiology branch of, uh, it was more like coaching and personal training. Okay. So I learned how to teach kind of one-on-one persons. And then this semester I'm actually not in the, I'm not in the kinesiology school. I'm actually in the health education school. So I have like PE teachers, advanced PE people, um, people wanting to get into strength conditioning, but from like the health standpoint. Yeah. So it's pretty much, it's a, it's really similar now. It's just kind of looking at, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of devoting it more towards training teams because all of my, actually all of my six or seven students are all athletes. So that's kind of all what they want to do. So yeah. we're going to get more towards, all right, how do I, how do I train a, a group of 40 guys in a tiny weight room? So right. that's kind of what we're doing right now. Okay. Now the next one, I don't know who's going to introduce himself next because Sean's got a pretty thick Fu Manchu going on while Ryan's <laughs> got the stubbles rocking. So I don't know. Figure it out, boys. Skittles got it. All right. Uh, so I'm Sean, uh, Sean Skinner. They know me as Skittles because they said I mispronounced my last name the first time. No, no, time. no, no. There's no saying he did. So, <laughs> so, so everybody okay. knows and we clear the air here. First day, Skittles walks into the weight room. We all ignore him for the longest time because uh, he just looked like a weird kid. But um, ended <laughs> up, we go up and introduce ourselves to him, right? And I go, hey, Lance Louth, who are you? He goes, hell, I'm Sean Skittles. Like he just stumbled over his last name, just Skittles. <laughs> so from that day forward, I've had, we, we know him as Skittles. Yeah, so that nickname is pretty much stuck with me. Only with you guys, though. I don't ever introduce myself to anybody else as Skittles, and I make sure to pronounce it to uh, avoid that again. Hey, um, just wait till your wedding day, baby. Oh, yeah, thanks. That's getting uh, thrown into the speech. That, like, not like 30 days away? Throwing Skittles everywhere. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, when did I meet you guys? Was it 2015? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I started there in 2015, uh, spent most of my time with Lance, I think. Um, Cody, I think you were gone by the time I got there, but I worked with you like once or twice when you came in. Yeah, we crossed paths once or twice. Yeah. Um, then after I graduated, I took a year and a half off. I worked at, um, some hospitals and stuff. Um, realized that I, I liked working with people still, um, but I was having a hard time finding a job within the uh, strength and conditioning field. Um, So I decided to go back and get my master's in athletic training and I've been working on that with uh, the University of Indianapolis since then. I'm only about four months into that now, so. Yeah, everything going good though. Oh yeah, they keep me busy. About six days a week. Ryan, don't make this pause any more awkward than it has to be. No, so, dude, I can barely hear that. I'm Ryan McDermott. I did my master's with everyone 2014 to 2016 as well. Um, after that, me and my wife moved to Greensboro, North Carolina. She's a golf coach, um, so I kind of followed her there. Went into personal training there, um, just kind of do something. Didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, trying to get a job in strength and conditioning where in a very specific area when someone else already has a job can be difficult. Uh, so I kind of had to get away from that. Just moved back to Indianapolis and trying to get into clinical research right now. Um, looks like the study I'll be with will be doing uh, concussion research 
through the NCAA and DOD. So still in nice. uh, athletic somewhat, but in kind of a different field. Yeah, dude, that's going to be cool. I can't wait to be able to hear some like the inside workings of how that stuff works. Right. Especially someone who's gotten like 10 concussions. So, Ryan, yeah. uh, where are you at in Indy? Like as far as um, doing your research, because we have an athlete that does that and with the NCAA, so you might be working with her. Uh, it's not official as of yet. I should have better idea this week, though. Okay, because uh, I know like that's pretty much her... Her program is concussion research within universities. I'm pretty sure it's the NCAA. So you might be you might be you might be working closely with one of my athletes. Is why I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. I'll, well, my the person I'm staying with right now, she's kind of heading that up. And nice. So, well, no pun on the word heading. <laughs> hey, but speaking of that though, Ryan, you're absolutely right about it. Could not happen to somebody better about concussion research because I remember the time when you concussed yourself doing a push press in the way. Yeah, I got myself good. That's one of my favorite memories. I was out pretty good there, dude. That was hilarious. And then I took you over to the ATs, and they're like, "We can't do anything with them. Get them out of here." Yeah. Ninety-five pounds on a bar, just working on power development, and right underneath the chin. Yeah, I just clocked yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you were there for that, Cody. I was not. I heard about it, though. I was yeah. out for about three weeks. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome. He was just not there at all. Like he, I'm like, Ryan, you good? He's like, uh. <laughs> okay, but we're going to talk today uh, about internships at the collegiate level. And basically, we're going to go over the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, before we get into that, though, I am going to give a quick little disclaimer. And that is, we all went to the same university. So obviously, we're only talking about the one internship we did but we are in no way saying that that university is crap it's just us giving our personal opinions about things that we think could have went better maybe went wrong whatever it is so i guess guys let's just delve in let's talk about like some of the good things we got out of an internship and maybe what your guys' biggest takeaway from the internship was okay i guess i I guess i'll go first um this did not not necessarily just the internship that you know we did together. Um, I just think it, it's probably university wide, no matter where you're at. But just being able to be in that environment of having to train 40, 50, 100 athletes at once, yeah. um, it's really hard to replicate that in a little in a little classroom. So just being able to kind of get your hands dirty and actually see what a full strength conditioning room looks like and how everyone has to work at, you know, work in sync with each other. Um, that's just the biggest takeaway is just seeing that kind of in action, not necessarily the X's and O's of it, but just what do you do when you got 40 guys staring at you and you're at the whiteboard trying to explain what the fuck you're doing? Amen. So it's, you, you don't, there's no replicating that in a classroom. You just got to do it. So that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, that's the biggest experience value when it comes to uh, at least my internship there. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, one of the big things I liked was, uh, Will really emphasized this with me, was not using my hands to explain things and using my words. Yeah, you were a big hands <laughs> guy. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I wonder if I'm Italian, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <clears throat> yeah, sure, I can explain how to do it, and I can show you how to do it, but if I can't explain to you how to do it without physically showing you, then that I don't know enough. And I think uh, that was really emphasizing, especially what Cody said, like, 
sure you can go into a classroom and even a group fitness class you'll get like five or ten people but you'll never get the amount that a university can supply you yeah yeah all right for me um i think the biggest thing was a mentality so going to iu we obviously got to work with some of the top top athletes in the world uh yeah. several of them you know prepping for the olympics coming up um but you have to you have to kind of humble yourself realizing you know who you're working with at the same time you have to be confident enough to be able to guide that level of athletes through it and show like you know what you're doing and right. that you still have to be able to command respect um you know you can be nice to people you can you can be friends with them but at the end of the day they still have to respect you and yeah. they're that level of athlete isn't just going to give it to you you kind of have to earn it so got to make sure you know your shit yeah <laughs> and i know for me the the two biggest takeaways for me was one having empowerment so like you know will would take us back and we'd be able to help uh progress the baseball team or uh you know giving us hey women's uh water polo is coming in we want you to make a conditioning workout for them like stuff like that i think that was huge uh, and that sort of like the the forged by the fire type thing uh and then i know this is gonna sound super corny and super like what every single strength and conditioning coach says in the world but like being able to work on the actual relationships with the athlete i'm not a big big huge buy-in person of like the whole uh you know they only know how much you they only care how much you know until they know how much you care <laughs> like it's it's true 100 percent, but i think it's just way too cliche in in our day and age and everybody says that um but i think just being able to know them on a personal level to be able to tell like hey so-and-so's having an off day today and then also to see like you were saying ryan we work with some olympic athletes who are going to the rio olympics and being able to see like how humble those kids were and they were just like normal everyday kids and even us coming in as interns who knew nothing they would still stop and listen to us because they were told to do that yeah and respect us. So I think that was huge for sure. Building off of that too, you, you also have to be able to read the athletes and kind of understand how they respond. Uh, I'm not someone who likes to yell at people, but I remember there was a girl on water polo that one day just came up and she's like, hey, you, you need to be screaming at me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I, that's not what I do, but you, you know, you, you got to fake it sometimes and just buy into it. Like if that's what they need, you got to adjust what you're doing to make sure that you can help your athletes. Because at the end of the day, that's what, that's what you're there for. To make them better. Yeah, so. yeah I think another uh, another couple of real good points. One, this kind of didn't happen until like the end of all of our internships with them, but where they started uh, introducing like the curriculum and like the levels. I don't know, Ryan, if you were still there when they did the levels or not. Uh, yeah, I think they were towards the end. I know Cody was definitely gone, but basically they did like, you know, level one, you've accomplished this, you're allowed to do this. By level two, <laughs> you've accomplished this, you're allowed to do this, that sort of thing. So you have like, a progression. I really like that. Um, and then the other was the the spirit of competition within uh, the internship class, if we will. Yeah, right? I listened so to that too. My my favorite my favorite part or my favorite uh, memory of that is Sean actually. So when Sean came in, it was in the fall, right, Sean? Uh, yeah, the second time because I came in yeah. originally for spring break, uh, and okay. then I was there for like two months, and then summer, and then I came back. Okay. Well, I remember I remember you showing up. And I was always the first one in every single morning. And I remember the one morning you showed up and you were, I showed up and you were already sitting there in the parking lot. I was pissed because, you know, everybody always told you, be the first one there, be the first one there. So I'm like, oh, God dang it. And so I show up 10 minutes early the next day. You're still there. I'm like, God damn it. What the hell? Yeah. So then I show up 20 minutes early and you pull in at the exact same time. So now I'm just living. Now I'm showing up 45 minutes early, which is like two hours earlier than what we're supposed to be there. 
And you're looking at me like, what the heck? And then I remember a couple times you're like, you know what? I'm going to challenge Lance. I'm going to try to beat him. And that just made me so mad. But like, it gave me a little bit of competition. I had the same thing with like, uh, Joe, I think Ryan, you were with Joe. I don't know Mm -hmm. if Cody, you ever met Joe. Yeah, I saw him. Okay. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, always being the one you wanted to be that one intern who they'd be like, Hey, can you do this for me? And not let somebody else be that guy. I think that was huge. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had to wake up at uh, 4.30 to beat a co-worker to work, though. Other than that. <laughs> I believe it. That was one of my main things was like, you know, if you get a typical 9 to 5 job, you're not going to be going in and competing with your co-workers. But then when I go, like, there, you're, you're, like, in a friendly competition with each other, but that's like that's the atmosphere in there because even though they're athletes and maybe weightlifting isn't their main priority, they're still competing with each other on a regular basis. Yeah, right. I mean, I feel like the especially working under working under when Will just started solely working with the baseball team. It's like yeah. uh, you know, I don't know if he said it or if maybe it's just a thought I had, but that competition that competition has to start with the coaching staff. And, and then it'll just project outward towards the athletes because your athletes, your athletes are obviously competitive people already that, you know, they're D1 athletes, but if you kind of have a lackadaisical, you know, coaching staff and if they're not really feeling it, that's why I like to have multiple people coaching because it's like, you know, if you got, if you have four or five guys all fired up and all competing with each other, that's just going to make that workout and those athletes that much better. Um, so you know, having that competition start with the coaching staff and then kind of, you know, projecting its way outwards toward everybody else, that's when you get a really good environment for the, you know, for the duration of the season. So um, I think it kind of starts and ends with us at that point. Yeah. Well, and like you, like kind of going off of that, like you were trying to be the one dude who was like the most amped and the one who was saying the most. So that way you <laughs> stood out, right? Because at the end of the day, you were competing for, uh, a uh, reference from all the coaches that you were right. with. So right. you wanted to be that dude that stood out. So like you're running around crazy. Oh, come on, get lower. Sit on your heels, whatever it was. But yeah, I agree. Right. I mean, building off that, you could definitely tell though, like what teams really respected their coaching staff and the others that maybe didn't, you know, take in as much, you know, merit to what the coaches were saying. Um, and we had a couple there that, you know, maybe lost some teams at, at points and had to work hard to get them back. Um, but once you lose those athletes' respect, it's it's pretty much game over. Like, it's not coming back. And right, it's it, it passes down from team to team because you're going to have a couple people leave. But, again, the people that are staying, they know they know what they're getting into. Um, you know, it's like uh, when Laney was there and then she left early. Like, she was intense. Uh, oh, but, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. And like no one, no one was gonna mess around like when she was there. But <laughs> no, you know, out of the out of the weight room, nicest person you could ever meet. Yeah. In there, she scared the hell out of me. Like <laughs> that was the first person I I worked with. And I was like, oh my god, what did I get myself into? Do you remember when we got kicked out of warmups because we weren't saying enough during the warmup? Yeah. For the on the field warmup, yeah. And she's like, get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> or were you there, Ryan, the day we were doing? Uh, conditioning with soccer and one of the girls they were doing uh gassers and one of the girls turns the corner at the far end and instead of like running back she makes like a long looping turn and then just starts walking 
Oh, and she yeah. just chucks her, her stopwatch down, breaks a piece. It was a oh. freshman, too. Yeah, it was a freshman, too. I yeah. remember I remember exactly who it was. I won't, won't name drop. No, we won't, like, we won't name was... names there. But, yeah, no. But yeah, <laughs> oh, she boy, was intense. But, like like you said, like, outside the weight room, awesome. Yeah. Awesome lady. And then this doesn't really have anything to do necessarily with the internship. But Flock of Fridays, man, I'm all about it. And Walk of Wednesdays. <laughs> and Walk of Wednesdays. We did that with baseball every Friday, and... I'm not going to lie, I've done it ever since with every single one of my male teams because they just love it. Man, I just remember that volleyball team is like, they just wanted two chains every time. I was oh, like, two yeah, chains, yep, yep. Two chains is garbage. We're not listening to that whoa, crap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Watch it <laughs> I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this, but two chains is better than most of like the modern day guys. Right. Now, nowadays at like Lift Lab, they like all that like mumble rap. I'm like, I can't even, the yeah. beats aren't even good. What, what is happening here? Yep. What's going on? Did you guys listen to the new M album? Yes. Dude, the my favorite song, Not Alike, where he literally takes the beat from, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a track that Drake was featured on, and then like just makes up, or doesn't make up, but just puts words together that doesn't even make any sense in the chorus, and then just makes fun of people. Like, it's just awesome. <laughs> like, he just killed, like, the whole album wasn't that great, but there was a, part, a, pair of, a, a few songs that were like, whoa. Nice, I like it. <laughs> and let's be realistic, MGK, you got nothing on him. I mean, no, 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 never. You're too young. No, amen. Yeah, I don't know what the heck he was thinking. Uh, I did like the uh, the Freedom Fridays. The music was whatever, but when I came uh, in yeah. and Dustin was like, "You have, um, we celebrate Freedom Fridays, and you have the right <laughs> to abolish all slavery," and he was like yep. dead serious. Hey, I still do that. Right. Stupidest right. thing ever. You know, if you don't cut, if you have sleeves on, <laughs> you're taking the, you're taking scissors, your actual shirt, okay. your nice shirt, and cutting it. Up. It's so dumb. Now, okay, now that was really, really stupid. With them, like, hey, you don't have a choice. You, you're cutting you have your sleeves the, you off. You have the right to bear arms. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, yeah. I agree. Like, I think we so, we should have all like, if they were gonna do it, we should all have cutoffs on whatever. But right. I think to go to the extreme of being like, no, you have to cut off your sleeves. I'm like, ah. Uh, <laughs> That's Bro, a little just, over the top. I just for love that. the I just love the upperclassmen handing those freshmen scissors, and they're like, "What do I have to do with this?" It's like, yep. "Yeah, you know all that new gear you just got. Yeah, you got to cut your sleeves off." I don't yep. have uh, the upperclassmen giving me scissors though, instead of Rick screaming at me, telling the right. guy about that. Oh, hey, oh yeah, <laughs> Rick yeah. coming at me with oh, scissors. Yeah. I'm running as fast as I can the other right, direction. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else got any other good things they remember? Or we want to move on. Use of the facilities was super nice. There's definitely some perks there. Uh, uh, getting yeah, to use yeah. like the nicest weight room in the nation. Uh, oh yeah, getting to I didn't think about that. Open up like assembly hall, going to play you know yep. with uh, men's soccer team, who's yep. you know always a national competitor. Like getting to practice with them. Um, I mean, just unreal facilities is is super cool. Uh, that we, we have spoiled we had that, that access. access we did oh, dude, because like never... nowadays I'm just like man, I like that stuff's like the Ferrari, and right now I'm driving around in a little Prius. Right. Right, it's gotten better though. So uh, last semester, uh, when I started at Marion, I'm not I'm not kidding. Their weight room was probably the size of like a four car garage, oh. and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, dude! Now, luckily, now it's all brand new and they actually got a good facility. It's like I never thought like just how easy we had it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, a, lot, a lot of schools they have to share with like the general population. Like yeah, that's, that's how mine is. That's it. We have to share with gym pop kids that come in, right. and it's a pain in the ass. Right. UND has a, a much smaller area, and it's like, I think they have five or six squat racks, and then, like, the athletes have their own personal gym, and that's available to everyone else, but at, like, weird hours, it's, like, late at night or early in the morning, and they're 
even then, yeah. that's still not. It's nice, but it's nothing compared to the size of IU's was. Right. I had a. We might get into this a little bit, but we got some current interns here at Lift Lab, and uh, our obviously our our place isn't near the size that you know we are used to running. Mm-hmm. And they're compl- they're complaining. Get this. They're complaining okay. about cleaning about about cleaning. Oh Jesus! And so and so I remember one time. I think it was like on my Facebook memory or something. I had like a panoramic view of the whole weight room at IU. I was like, you want to listen about complaining? Like, me and my boys, we had to wipe down every... You see all these machines? Yeah. We had to wipe down hundreds of machines Get every place. day before Facing we left. the right way. Like, the logo had to be perfect, like, right. on every yeah. plate. Like, Better get every nook and plate. cranny. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you feel a little bit worse, Cody, because I have student workers who are paid. They are paid to do this job. And they still complain about cleaning the three <laughs> machines we have in the whole room. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, my God. They can't put dumbbells back. Like, they leave weights on the bars. They can't do anything oh. right. It drives me nuts, man. Right. We, like, people don't believe me when I'm like, yeah, we would go around and we would count how many two-and-a-half-pound plates we would have. Yep, if we were every missing, rack. If, if we were missing any, we were looking for an hour in that huge-ass huge place where that two-and-a-half-pound plate was. And we under the dumbbells or something. No. <laughs> no. Ridiculous. I always, I always enjoyed racing two-on-two, two, one side of the gym versus the other. <laughs> yep. So you can get out of there fastest. Right, you have yeah. you got you gotta have you gotta have uh, Lance with you know the squirt bottle with like three people falling That's with right. towels. Yep. <laughs> I forgot you learn, about that. You learn real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just gotta remember, man. First day we were there, we all had like our own squirt bottle in our own town. I'm like, this is taking forever. Let right. Just, I don't remember who posed the idea. Right, I'm not we need say a better system me. here. I'm, I hope it was me that posed the idea. But Probably. It was. But we're just like, hey, one dude sprays, everybody else just follows and wipes. <laughs> This works better. But let's go ahead and uh, let's get into some of the, the bad guys. What were um, some things, and, and this is, like I said, no way attacking those coaches that were in charge of, like, the internship or the other coaches we work with, but, like, what were the things that we were like, uh, you're kind of either, A, hindering our ability to grow as an intern, you're maybe, B, like, putting us off to wanting to do this at all, um, or any other bad things that we noticed when we were there internship-wise? One thing that I um, I thought maybe would have been more useful was going to like those in the background meetings that we like as an intern I understand why they wouldn't include you but on the other hand like there is a business aspect to it as well so yeah. I think that would have been very helpful to know for the a long run. I agree. That's actually when I left um, IU to go up to Wisconsin. That was actually the biggest thing that I learned while I was at Wisconsin was being able to go to those meetings and see like how my boss at that time, how he handled like bring up a new idea to a coach. Because he'd never just be like, hey, coach, got this brand new idea. We're going to do whatever, you know, eight by 500 squats. He'd be like, oh, hey, we've been researching this over the last couple months and looking at it and playing around with it ourselves. We're thinking that this is going to make a deal. Let's use that. Let's try it. Are you, are you cool with that? So that was right. definitely I, I agree 100 percent with you, Sean. Right, right, and it and it got better. Uh, of course, you guys stayed a, a little longer um, after I left, but it got it got better towards the end there, especially with Will kind of taking over. It's yeah. kind of seeing like, okay, you know, hey guys, I'm looking at the next three months for these dudes. You know, these guys' this program. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm having them do this, this, and this. What do you guys think? You know, and kind of going back to see kind of the application side as opposed to just saying, you know. Hey guys, this is the workout today. This is what we have to get done with these guys. Kind of seeing how the sausage is made long term, as opposed to just the daily basis, would be uh, 
would have made it a lot better. Again, that happened more towards the end. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you can't kind of lose your you can't kind of lose your uh, lose your mindset if you just focus on the day to day and not really know kind of why you're doing what you're doing that day. If you yeah. kind of know the bigger if you if you kind of know the overall big picture scheme of things, you can kind of see what you're doing. Yeah. And in their defense too, like. When me and Ryan started, Jason was the guy who was in charge of the right. internship, and then he left. <laughs> right, and that they was didn't a, really have anybody for a little bit, yeah, and then all of guys, a sudden, we'll have to take over. You guys don't remember? So, uh, Jason was Jason was the guy. There you go, Ryan. Jason was the guy <laughs> that uh, that brought me on. So you know, oh, we'll call, oh that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll call it. You know, we'll call it like four weeks. So uh, it was back like in June. I inter- you know I interviewed whatever, and he was like, "Great, when can you start?" And so, like, you know, four weeks later, I show up day one. And so I walk into his office. He's like, hate to tell you this, uh, today is my last day here. Uh, Find Lance. He'll tell you what to do. That's all he said. And then he walked out. (laughs) And I was, you know, of course, this is like eight in the morning in like July. No one's in there. Yep. And I'm just like randomly just wandering around. And then finally, about a couple hours later, I see Lance. He probably saw my confused ass face. Like, who's this guy? Well, and I was like, "Are you Lance? Are you Lance?" Oh yeah, you came in wearing polo every day. I remember yeah, that. you want to hear the story, Cody, behind that. So me and you know all the teams are doing their thing. We're working through the teams, and I see this dude with a giant ass beard walking around, sweatpants, a polo. The polo I think was tucked in, wasn't it, Ryan? I Probably. Think so. it was all, I think it was all white. Like, and I'm just like, I don't know who this kid is, but. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to him for a minute and I'm just going right. to see what happens. Right. And like, you're just following people around arms behind your back, you know, and everything. Right. And then I remember I was like, Oh man, I just feel like I got to go talk to this kid. I think he's right. here for the internship. So I walked right. over and talk, started talking to him. I was like, yep. Okay. Right. I had no idea what was happening. I thought I got catfish into coming here. <laughs> that dude just left. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I finally found you. <laughs> yeah. What else, guys? What else bad happened? Uh, I would say with doing this. <laughs> is that Jordy talking or is that you? Yeah, so, so for the listeners who don't know what the heck's going on right now, Ryan's uh, little dog, what is she? Uh, dude, she's just a mutt. She's mixed with everything. All right. Well, she just jumped up on his uh, lap, and now all you see is her face. Uh, she likes to be a ventriloquist. Yeah, but my biggest <laughs> thing, I would say, trying to balance you know, this internship where if you're not in school, they want you in there as many hours yeah. a day, which, like, again, you got to be putting time in to understand what you're doing. But um, I think I had 1,500 hours in that year combined oh, yeah. with full-time master's classes, teaching three to four credit hours a semester. Um, and it, it was hard. Like, every day is more of getting by, and, and I didn't really have time to reflect on what I was actually doing until – you know, a month or two after I, I left. Um, and then once that happened, it was like, oh, I, sh- you know, I should have asked these questions. I should have, yeah. you know, tried to do this. So don't get lost in that day-to-day <laughs> grind. Um, take time, if you need to, like, take time each week and just reflect on what you learned, what, you know, what you want to learn. Um, and you have to challenge yourself because if you just go through the motions, you're not going to maximize your time there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, for and sure. I, I agree 100% with you, Ryan, um, because like you said, like we had school, we had that, where they expect you to be there like every single minute of every single day, and then you also had some kind of part-time job going on the side, and and obviously we know how many guys came through that, why we were there, and how many just disappeared, right? 
and how many we don't even remember names of. Um, but like, I don't know how many times I walked in there. It's like, dude, I want to quit. I don't want to do this anymore because it, it was just a little over the top. Like I get it. You know, the more hours you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. But I think there, there's like a fine line there that we got to find as strength and conditioning practitioners, if you will. And those of us who are in charge of internships saying, hey, you know, we expect you to be here as much time as you can. But at the same time, like mental health type stuff, right? Like you, <laughs> you don't want to experience burnout because I know we all experience burnout at some point during our oh, internship. Yeah. I think one thing that can help with that, like if you are, if you're leading these interns, like they're doing a good job, let them know, like give them a little appreciation, make them you know, feel like they're actually wanting to appreciate their kids. Like, Oh yeah. I understand like being hard on people because again, you said there's so much turnover, especially uh, undergrads yeah. where you're taking more classes. Um, and it can, it can be a lot harder to get in and do everything. But I mean, still, if, if people are loyal and they're doing a good job, you know, make occasionally just let them know. You don't have to baby them and, you know, coddle them and tell them every time they yeah. do a good job, but you know, once in a while, no. No, yeah. No, that's, that's a great point because I can remember on multiple occasions, me and you and some other people having conversations about how we were not feeling appreciated at different yeah. times. <laughs> and, and it is amazing how, how much it's like a simple, hey, thanks for that. Yeah. Or like, um, you know, Will would bring us food sometimes. Just something as simple as that, just like, hey, appreciate the work that you guys are doing versus, <laughs> you know, you going through the whole time like, God damn it, I got to clean another fucking rack and blah, right. blah, blah, you know. Dude, I, do you guys remember, I think it was all of you. I, maybe Sean wasn't there yet. But it was like at the end of like a super long week and it was it was like a random like Friday or something like that. So us three go to like the uh i forget what they called it basically like the oasis like like, yeah the oasis yeah so so it's like 9 a.m me and you and ryan are all at you know all going to the oasis we've been there probably 50 hours that week we're just basically chilling and then that new kid tyler comes up oh god and just starts trying to chill with us and we're like dude you haven't earned this like this is your first week here yeah and then so we finally kind of mosey back to the weight room he sat in there for like an hour and a half he's in there for like an hour and taking like three breaks Oh then, of course, we get our ass chewed up by Will, and it's like this. This mo effort did not even earn any of this. <laughs> it's like, and so we were just all just super like that was the worst day for Tyler because we were just all just super pissed. It was like, dude, you're the reason what we got yelled at. Cause you you don't earn any of your job here. Yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. Skittles, you still buddy buddies with him? Uh, Tyler? Yeah. Um, we're friends on Facebook, but I haven't talked to him personally since. Okay. I don't know, 2016. <laughs> it's been a while. I think he moved to, like, Missouri or something. I don't know what he's doing oh, really? now. See, I, I always remember him because he came in, and then when he finally like, started lifting, because this, this was a small dude, for those of you who have never <laughs> met him. Small, small dude. But he'd be like, oh, you know, I just found out about uh, w- the 1 by 20 program. I'm going to do that. The next day he comes in, oh, I just found out about uh, 531. <laughs> the next day it was something completely different. I'm like, dude, dude, you're tiny for a reason. Do you, right. do you remember I the box remember, jump story? Okay, well, it's like his first week here, and like I said, like he's trying. He's, he doesn't necessarily maybe look the part of a, what you're thinking of a strength coach, but so he's trying to make an impression, which, you know, got to respect, and we have our athletes doing box jumps. I forget what team it was, but like they're doing it perfect. Like, like there's nothing wrong, and he's like, hey, you're doing it wrong. You got to do it like this. <laughs> first one, it goes up, and he just fucking eats it uh. <laughs> and after that like again you lose their respect you're yep. never getting it back it, oh especially like, if you don't look the part man if you don't look the part no yeah but, dude 
Another great story with him. I won't get into the one with Chelsea, uh, with the whole uh, Vertec setting that up for jumps with the uh, women's soccer. We, we might not get into that one because that was hilarious. But when you and him were arguing for like a straight five minutes before anything happened, like before any of the teams were coming in about who could run a mile in X amount of time. Oh so Will just <laughs> throws you both on the treadmill and like you just go the entire <laughs> well, time a at a set mile plower. Oh my God. We had to run uh, a mile in <laughs> six minutes. I had a science infection and a broken foot. Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> I remember just <laughs> laughing my ass off the entire time. Like, like we're all I, over there coaching, and you guys are running. And we're like, I, oh god! I was god. like, I probably deserve this, but it it sucks. Like, <laughs> awful. Uh, I will say one thing for anyone listening: don't be like him, where we had to move a bunch of forty fives and a couple twenty five pound plates, like all the way out to uh, practice field, which is like you know, five hundred yards. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. there's a shit ton of stuff, and we don't like you're moving it all by hand. We're not. We don't have a cart. We don't have anything. It's farmer's walk. And yep. we're all taking I those days. fives at a time. And this motherfucker starts taking 125. <laughs> I remember and that. And I call his ass. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. We all got 180 pounds and this guy is carrying 25 pounds. I'm like, get out, bro. After, after that, like, I just, I was over it. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I forgot about that. My grip strength back oh then. Like we were training grip every day. Boys. Oh yeah, it was every day. We weren't we carrying around the you know the hundreds on plate pinches for two hundred yards, but <laughs> but yeah, no, but we were getting work in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, one thing, not specifically them. I think it's an industry thing. Is paid internships that's very difficult to find. If you look at other industries, you, you can find <laughs> paid internships. This exists? Isn't that a unicorn? It's, it's barely even, like, if you question that, it's just kind of laughed off because nobody above their heads is going to okay that. And they yeah. don't, I mean, there's only so much they can say. They can see our value, but it's hard to pitch an intern who's coaching because people just kind of shrug it off. Yeah. I mean, they barely pay the you know, strength coaches when they come in. Like, even at yeah. big right. universities, like, yeah. they don't make anything. So, no, like, they don't. you know, these people that are coming in here to do it, they're not doing it for the money. It's because they love their job. Like, yeah. terrible hours, terrible pay. People don't really give a shit about you. So, if, if you're making it in there, like, you're dedicated or you know people. One or two. Yeah. Well, I will say, like, going off of what Sean was talking about, the paid internship, things that kind of, like, help mediate that of, like, in your head, like, knowing you don't have a paid internship. One is if, like, you have the nice perks of, like, food, like what we did. Like, that was awesome. Uh, two, going back to Ryan's appreciation, like saying thank you and stuff. But then also getting free gear, man. Like once you earn free gear, like you felt like you made it. Oh, you, you made that shit. Yeah, you were a warm buff at that point. T-shirts, and that's all we got paid. And a little bit and some peanut butter and jellies. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I ate so many hard-boiled eggs every day. I had to oh, make yeah. my money somewhere. But here's the thing about those shirts. Like, yeah, we only maybe got three, whatever. But I still have all of my shirts, and there's no way in hell I'm ever getting rid of them. Well, and every time I go anywhere, like on the weekend, them. I'm wearing those because I earned that <laughs> shit. Yeah. I got all three of them, and I still have like two hoodies. I did throw away the shoes that I had, but it didn't <laughs> I hope so by so. now. <laughs> but yeah, man. I remember getting a baseball one because it had extras, and the only size I had left was a double XL. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, what the hell am I gonna do with this? Oh, dude, I wore that yesterday. <laughs> 
Did you really? Oh yeah, Freedom Friday baseball shirt. I had to because it was go. like a, it was like a, like I said, Ryan Will came up to me and was like, "Hey, we got double XO left." I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Yeah. I cut those sleeves off. It looks huge. It looks like a poncho on me. <laughs> I remember Ryan just being so salty. Like, what the hell am I supposed to do with a double XL? <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, Ryan. I've worked for a dude, and there's nothing against him, but he bought us all. Uh, X, he bought nothing but XL polos for us to wear because he said we needed to grow into them. <laughs> All right. Better start eating yeah, I mean, a little bit more. <laughs> you, can go, you can call it Tyler for a meal plan. I'm sure it'll help you out. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, any other bad stuff, guys? Like, what other, what are the things that you remember? You're just like, dude, that was dumb. Uh, coaches, strength coaches, uh, Booking two teams at the same time and not knowing how to taper. Coming up into Big Tens, we had someone, uh, I remember one day they said, you know, I was taking the other team because they had two of them and we're supposed to start tapering and the athletes know this. And so they said, um, just cut all the weights in half. And I was like, what the hell do I do? Because that's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. And I was right. like, do, do I listen to her and, you know, hurt, hurt these athletes' performance? Because I'm not stupid and I understand <laughs> wh- how to taper. Or do I, you know, and they, they know that. Like, when they were told like this, they were like, what? Like, well, yeah, they're, they're and I know exactly what team you're talking about. And they were a resentful bunch. Like, and it's a, it's oh, a yeah. very, it's a high-level team. It's not just like some random yeah. team that's doing it. Like, these people are... <laughs> trying to compete to win national championships. Like, yeah. Um, and so it was one of those situations, like I, I had no clue what to do. Like, do I yeah. do what's best for the athlete, which research has shown, or do I do what I'm told by my boss? Yeah. Um, and so I kind of let them decide. <laughs> I was like, I, and I kind of hinted, like, I was kind of hinting like, okay, this is what she said to do, but I'm not going to like check on what you're actually doing. Uh, <laughs> this is what I would advise. Um, do whatever you're gonna do. That way, you know. Right. Um, yeah. I could, I tried to help them without saying, "Hey, I told them to do this." Uh, so I would kind of cover my own ass, but right, yeah. right. I would say a kind of a, just a negative aspect, and again, it's not um, just just because of our you know our internship. It's, yeah. I think it's you know at Lift Lab we've had some god awful interns, and we've had some really good ones, and pretty much the only difference is you know, what they're looking to get out of it. So, um, you know, if you don't have, especially especially in a humongous facility like we were in, you know, if you don't have any kind of direction going into it or kind of any, say, like weekly goals or kind of just like daily objectives, like you yeah. could just easily go in there, stand in the corner, not know what the heck is going on like I was on my first day. Or you could actually go in there, okay, I have these teams at this time. I have to look at this coach. I, you know, let's talk about it. Da, 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 da. Um, whereas, you know, if you're not communicating with, you know, the other coaches who are our bosses, like it's really easy to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, um, and again, I, I can even see that just with our small facility at Lift Lab. But, um, you know, once you kind of start taking your own initiative and asking the coaches, like, is there anything I can do? Is there anything you need me to do? Again, most of the time it was cleaning, but, you know, is there anything? I can, you know, I can do to help set up or, you know, what are you, what are we looking for this day at this time? Um, 
you know, you'll, you'll start getting a lot more out of it. And then that way you'll, you will actually appreciate what you're doing. Not just like, I just feel like I'm standing in the corner. I'm just loading the weights all day. Yeah, Cause yeah, that's yeah. not, that's not a fun feeling. Yeah. Make sure you do that because it's the right thing to do. And cause you want to get something out of it, not just be a kiss ass and try to like right. suck up to people. <laughs> Which, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, don't be a kiss ass. Like you can, <laughs> no. you can definitely, you can do the the right things, but again, what's what's your intent behind it? Because um, it it shows definitely. And for whatever reason, that made me start thinking of, uh, you know, if you're running interns through, like if you have a group coming in, let's say, and uh, you're talking the interns through the workout. One, explain why you're doing what you're doing. Explain the why you're doing it the way you're doing it. Whether that be like, hey, we're squatting, and I want you to say these three words for these three reasons, whatever it is. Um, so they have an understanding of that. But then also give them a copy of the workout. Because I remember when we were there for probably the first, I don't know how long, we didn't get a copy of the workout. It was just, hey, you got to remember this. And <laughs> one, we weren't able to remember it. Uh, obviously, because there's too many things going on. Oh, you're on all those teams. You uh, worked with 22 then, teams. But, like, we worked with everyone. Like, yeah. You, no way. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then like when, when they started giving us copies, like it was so much easier to be able to like, Hey, I know exactly what we're doing, exactly where we're going next, exactly what needs to be done, blah, blah, blah. Right. And you could write your own little notes down on and everything. Right. right. So, take notes. <laughs> yeah. Take notes. Take for notes. Sure. Know what, like the terminology each coach used because their cues are always going to be different from one coach to another, what they're focused on. You know, Chris was more of, didn't give a shit on how much weight they're moving is the range of motion making sure, you know, they went through that all. Um, where other people was like very very detailed on all the weights and yep. yeah. Speaking of speaking of detail, can I just share my favorite uh, kind of pre workout speech yeah. real quick? Wait wait wait, so, wait 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 is this is this the speech that Rick gave with wrestling as you were walking out to the outside arena? Um, it's it involves Rick and wrestling, but I'm not sure about the outside arena part. What it, what is that? I don't know if I should. Well, fuck it. It's my it's yeah, my podcast. You go I can first. say whatever the hell I want. Was it inside so, with the flag? <laughs> what? No, 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 not that. So we're walking, right? And we're doing like some kind of like circuit finisher type thing. We're walking out. We just come out of the double doors, heading towards the uh, crap. What do we call the indoor place? What do we call that back then? Uh, field house. Yeah, field house. Whatever. So we're walking to go to the field house. Sun's camp, just coming up because it's like yeah, yeah, because sun's just coming up. It's like seven a.m. Whatever. And I remember, like, I'm right behind Rick, and there's a couple of wrestlers around him as everybody else is walking out. And I just hear him say, I don't know about you boys, but when the sun comes up, my dick gets hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that, to this day, is my favorite Rick quote of all, quote of right. all time. Right. Well, well so my, my, uh, my Rick and wrestling story. So, you know, they'll always have, like, the workout on the board or something like that. Well, one day, so wrestling, uh, for the listeners out there that don't know, we mentioned earlier about kind of bringing the hype for all the athletes. Our job when working with a wrestling team is to make sure they're not too hype, right? <laughs> so pretty much you're on injury control at this point because they just go ham with everything, even yeah, if it's heads. like a pre, yeah, even if it's like a prehab day, like they're on the fucking neck machine going like max effort, <laughs> one rep max give neck a machine. Shit about form. It's no, just how much weight can you lose? <laughs> right. So so that's the backstory. So anyway, so they're all surrounding the whiteboard. And Rick, it's just blank, right? And so he goes, guys, and of course, you know how he talks, right? Yeah, yeah. Guys, we got one agenda today. And he's like saying it as he's writing on the board. And he just goes, fuck, shit. <laughs> 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 of course, they just go, they just go, ape shit. And it was just like, 
this is a different Breed. environment that yep. I can't just, it was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I remember that that team was fun. Oh, I yeah. remember we were all first like super like, oh man, we don't want to work with them because they don't like form and stuff. But then like once you bought into the like oh, just dude, destroy awesome. everything, like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh well let's let's move on, guys, and let's um just you don't have to go super in depth if you don't want to get super in depth in it, but let's just talk about like each one of you guys. Obviously, I'm still in strength conditioning, and Cody, you kind of are. So if you don't want to explain yourself, you don't have to. But let's just kind of <laughs> let's talk about why you guys like turned down the path. Why didn't you follow the yellow brick road to the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> um. So for me, I was just kind of looking at it at it as a long term career goal. Um. But the more I got into it, the more I was personally saying that it's not a, it's only a young man's game. You don't see, I mean, 40s like the old guy for that yeah. kind of crowd. Um, and then kind of to go along with that was like, because of that, like, when, when you're done, like, what experience do I really have that's going to be transferable to another job? Other than dedication, I mean, sure, you could put that on a resume, but that's just a word to the people. They don't care. Hey, yelling at people. <clears throat> you can yeah. go in a private sector, though, and you can do it for a while, like. Yeah. Um, it always transitions over, but yeah, again, it's your your job placement is going to be a little bit more confined because um, yeah. you're not getting experience really out of that realm. Like it's hard to get out. Um, for me, uh, I moved and like I said, with my wife, she's in coaching. Um, I I have full belief in myself and what I can do, but she's just better at her job. Um, so I was gonna let her kind of decide what we did. And well, you've always been like super upfront and honest about that. Like ever since we were even interning, you're like, dude, oh, she's yeah. <laughs> she's the breadwinner here. She's the one that she's the star. I'm gonna follow along. She's one of the top five coaches I've been around in, regardless of sport. Like she's phenomenal. Um, and so like I was letting her pick, you know, where we're moving for her job. And after that, like I said, it's it's hard to find not only an open position and strength conditioning there uh, in the same area, but then obtain that job. Um, and then on top of it is how much are you going to be getting paid yeah. for how many hours you're working and the hours were gone. Like with how long a strength coach can be gone, you know, I have a dog at home. Uh, and when she travels, you know, five, six days at a time, that's, that's hard on the dog. It's hard on everything. So um, it's just a little bit too much of a commitment that far away from home um, without necessarily being paid enough to you know, take care of what needs to be taken care of at home. Um, yeah. So I had to find something a little bit more realistic where I can control my hours and make a little bit more. Um, it sucks because, like, I enjoyed what I did, but, you know, at the end of the day, you got you to be able to eat. Yep, amen. <laughs> yeah, when, um, so after you two left, and it was just Lance and I there, um, we were still competitive or whatever as far as, like, who was there the most, but Lance was like, He'd be there mostly four days a week or whatever. Then his Friday was off. And I'm like, how the hell? This guy's nuts. Like, how do you survive on a regular basis? And I just could not understand how Lance could do that. And I was like, kudos to you, man. I, Dude, I'm busting my ass here. And I don't know. I'm barely doing it. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> I got up every day at 3.30. Just for, not really for shits and giggles, but like, just so I could be there on time and everything. And I can honestly tell you, I don't know how many days where I was just like, I want to walk out those damn doors. But then, like, just seeing everybody else walk out, I'm like, nah, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay a little while longer. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot harder to walk out that final time, too. 
Yeah. It was like, man, this I'm going to miss out on a lot of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, even though it was like super demanding, um, super frustrating work that we did, at the same time, you didn't want to be away from it. You're like, shit, somebody else is going to like step up and take over where I should have been. And I'm going to miss out on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I wouldn't trade the, I would not trade the, any of those experiences for the world. I I'd mean, trade some of those hours for the world, but <laughs> <laughs> not the experiences. Anything else for you? You know more, longer strength and conditioning. Right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm still kind of in it, but I I decided, um, you know, during or sometime during grad school, you know, when the light bulb kind of clicked, um, just how much you know, just how much turnover there is when it comes to, and not necessarily a bad thing, but just people, you know, going from one stepping stone school to the next. It's like, you know, I'm I'm not the person that can just get up and move across the country for you know a two year gig. just to do it all over again and then hopefully you know 10 12 years down the road finally find a school that you know i can stay at for the long term yeah um and 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 again it's you know i was talking to my wife about that and i was like you know you could be an amazing strength coach it doesn't really matter you know how good you are but you know if for instance if iu hires a head basketball coach and they don't like what you do and they have their own guy in mind Yep. Like you could be the best person there. They just don't know you. So you're, you're out the door and it's like, you know, I have a lot of family just around the Indy area. And so does my wife. And it's just like, you know, we, we kind of decided like, we're not really willing to, you know, do what you did Lance and, you know, just get up and just start moving anywhere I'm needed. Yeah. Um, and again, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like yeah, really it's not just lot. lateral moves, you know, you could get promoted and, take a better gig, but it's like, I just don't want to be the guy to be moving all over the place. So I kind of decided, you know, early on before I graduated grad school, it's like, you know, let's try to stay near the family and in the indie area. And let's, let's try to find kind of a, you know, a good compromise of staying in the, uh, staying in the private sector. So that's kind of the route I took. Yeah. And see what I'm hearing from you guys is a couple things. One, I'm an idiot for staying in it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But then then also I would, I would not have uh, been able to, to like move as much as what I have to try to get like keep climbing the ladder if it wasn't for the wife. Like she's been super awesome and um, supportive and moving with me, which she should have never had to have done, but she has. And, and then puts up with you. I don't know either. <laughs> no one knows. Uh, and then another thing, Cody, you made me think of it going back to like the bad stuff that maybe we didn't really do a lot of. We didn't really talk about like networking, how to network. Right. Um. Really, there. I don't feel like I got a lot from the network that I had there. Like, I don't, I don't know if they just maybe have bad luck, like for the positions that well, I've applied yeah, to. I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll like, tell you this. I didn't, uh, I think I might've put Will down as a reference, Yeah. but the reason I got the job I did was from more, uh, like professors or just them kind of knowing the experiences I've had, not necessarily like, Oh, I knew, I knew these coaches there. Yeah. It was more like, hey, I see you did this. Heard it's a good staff. You know, we have no doubt you'd be fit in here. Um, it wasn't necessarily like, hey, Will, can you get me a job when I graduate? That yeah, type of yeah. thing. Which, I mean, it's not their job either, but it's, no. um, you know, definitely networking-wise, it's more of the kind of the name brand of like, okay, you spent you spent this amount of time running the IU weight room, like, obviously we know what that looks like. It's not necessarily like, oh, I know all these people in my, I have all these people in my cell phone contacts that can hook me up with a job. It's not like that. Yeah. 
But I feel like there should there should be a little bit of that though. Right, right. Because like Absolutely. I feel like if especially obviously like if you're a shitty intern, you're not getting a reference from anybody. Right, no you ain't doing nothing. But like if there's a dude in there who's spent like, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand hours in there with you and like <laughs> literally busted his tail every single day. And I'm not talking about me at all, I'm just talking about in general, right? But like I feel like you should like lay down for that guy. Not lay down like I don't know, like like I know right. I would be making phone calls being like, Hey, I got this awesome dude. His name is Skittles. You're going to love him. Right. Just because of his name. But you're going to love this dude. <laughs> or, hey, you know, I got I got a dude named Cody. Awesome beard. You got to hire him. Like, I would just be calling people like crazy. Well, but, yeah, I wish right, that was I mean, something. That's... Going off that, like, I know with my wife being in coaching as well, like, her boss at IU, like, he did that. Like, oh yeah, he would call everywhere. Like, everywhere she goes, like, the one at UNCG where she's at, like, again, she knows people. She knows a lot of people, but like, they work connections. Um, so I, I could just be, you know, either the people we worked with at IU didn't think we were good enough, or they just aren't the people that do that. Um, no, I don't think it was that we weren't good enough. Like I know I, I don't either. Will Will made some calls for me a couple times. Yeah. I know a lot of the ones where like I didn't like get the position or whatever was because of like my connections with them was probably just like unlucky because it was like more of a bigger well-known position right where i'm not going to get that being an unknown and stuff but i I do see where you're coming from there ryan yeah i mean right i mean i definitely would have you know if i decided to hey i want to i want to pursue you know university strength coach you know i definitely would have been asking them for more of like a you know hey i graduate next year if you know of anybody with any openings or anything like that you know i'd love it you know throw my way just to see um but i communication on my on my end of you know trying to get a job i just didn't do anything um again just because i kind of knew like you know i don't want to be i don't want to be at the university level um but again i'm not sure lance you know since you wanted to stay at the university level if you had any of those discussions with will or rick or chris or anybody like that like you know hey i want to do what you do you know do you know of anybody that has an opening i'm not sure you might want to i had that conversation once that I can think of just off the top of my head. Like, I know we had conversations about jobs and, like, you know, progressing and stuff. But um, the one, the two pieces of advice that I, or the one piece of advice I got was always you need to go somewhere else uh, just to get, like, different experience, right, open your eyes. Uh, and then another, I had a time where uh, the dude at the time, I don't know if he still does it, used to um, be, like, the coach for Indy 11 for strength conditioning-wise. And he had got in contact with Tom or Tom had reached out to him because they were coming down to play. And he's like, hey, got this guy really into soccer, would love to be able to come up, work for you, blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, sure. Here's his, um, here's my number. Give it to him. Have him shoot me a text, whatever, call. And called the dude, never answered the phone. Finally <laughs> calls me back and he says, or no, he texts me back and says, uh, we don't have a position. I don't know who you've been talking to, but um, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Uh, good luck in the future. I'm just like, wow, dickhead. Like, wow, thanks. <laughs> yeah, right? So I don't know what happened there, but I mean, they've, they've offered like the IU guys, Tom, Will, Rick, like they've all offered me uh, help with right. getting jobs. And I, I use them all for my references. Right. And I'd almost rather use... Um, I don't know. Like I, I feel more proud putting them on my reference list than other coaches, just because of the fact of like how much I did there. Right, right. I mean, you want to. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. You want to. You want to be able to replicate your, or use that as a value on your resume because yeah. obviously you're not getting paid. So kind of where the payment comes in is obviously your experience is there, but 
you want to be able to sell those experiences that you had to hopefully a future employer. So you got to definitely, definitely name drop when it comes to that type of stuff. Oh yeah. hundred percent, man. Which I'm still, still pissed off about how that's the way the strength conditioning world works. Oh, yeah. You got to name yeah. drop. But at this point, I feel like I got to play the game or just right. keep <laughs> doing it solo. I don't know which I'm going to do yet. <laughs> One thing with those guys compared to like the regular, like since I've been out my work life, not to say that I disrespected any any of my bosses, but those guys, I had a a real sincere respect for them compared to other people in other fields. That's they because they scared the shit out of us. Well, <laughs> Rick, a little bit. I never knew what he was gonna say. Yeah, I, I didn't always enjoy what I did, um, but like, I respected the hell out of them. Like, they again, I don't typically respect people that don't always treat me the best and I, I wasn't always treated like the way I'd want to be treated but yeah. at the end of the day like I still respect the hell out of them I don't I don't understand why but all the time <laughs> but um like most most I'll say most of the strength coaches there um you know I got nothing bad to say oh amen oh, if anybody yeah. like I'm gonna put in a plug for Will right now people oh, go cool look shit. up Will Ali and learn from that dude because right. he's a good dude right got it all even after I left and I was working at um, one of the supplement stores, he would come in after he found out I'd work, I was working there, and he'd come in and just, I know he was just screwing with me because he knew exactly what he was getting, but he'd come in and he'd, he'd have me pitch him this different shit, and I'm like, now you're just messing with me. I know you know what you want, but he'd have me pitch him this new stuff and explain it to him, and he'd want me to break it down on a physiological level, and I'm like, man, I don't know this one. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, do you guys got any uh, closing thoughts about, like, if you just want to, like, recap what we learned, or not what we learned, but, like, maybe your biggest takeaway, whatever, just some kind of closing thought you want to impart on the listeners? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I can, uh, again, this just doesn't apply to, you know, just our IU internship, but I've seen it at Lift Lab, where, again, like, you know, you're, it's the same place, and we've had different people go through it. We've had some shitty ones and we've had some really good ones. And I basically just tell people like, you know, take initiative. Like if you're going to, if you're just going to come in and you're just going to go through the motions just to, you know, check off the hours just to graduate, like I'm not going to put in any time and effort on my side of things to try to make this, you know, helpful for you or pull you aside and go over some stuff. But, you know, the people that get the most out of it are the ones that are like, you know, such as Lance that are like are always there and always want to learn something and are always eager and willing to do something. Um, don't just come in and check off your hours yep. and then ghost, um, you know, come in and actually get something done as opposed to just, just standing there. Um, so that's, that's kind of my big, biggest takeaway just as an internship in itself. You want to go Ryan? You got it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so kind of to piggyback on what he said, you know, if you're, like, I was an undergrad when I did it, but when you're coming in, you may not necessarily know that that's what you want to do, but don't half-ass anything. You know, you're there for a reason, so get even if you're not sure that that's what you want to do, put in everything you've got, because even if you're wrong, that's still going to be a good experience. And then if you look back and you maybe you decided you wanted to do that, but you half-assed it, now you just look like a fool because you came in every day just to check off those boxes or whatever you were doing. Uh, I would say, like, use these internships. Yeah, don't half-ass it, but uh, take it as an opportunity to learn. Like, is this something that you want to commit your life to? Like, because it's you're either all in, you're all out. Because it's not easy to do. 
Um, takes a lot of commitment from not only you but your family. Uh, you know, put up with the hours. You know, you might have to take on extra jobs to you know pay some bills. Um, are you willing to do it for putting that extra work for doing something you love uh, and and playing the long game and hopefully getting that big job? Yeah. And you you have to be honest with yourself. if it's just no, that's okay. But you, I mean, still don't half ass it. But you have to be honest and like. I don't think any strength coach is going to look down on you for realizing, hey, this this isn't for you. Uh, but they also don't want their time wasted either. So I think that's that's probably why we, you know, right. got that tough loving. Because, you know, the, when you're first coming in, the head coaches, they don't know, like, if if you're truly invested into it. Yeah, uh, right. And they have to find out. And they're right. not going to, they're not like Cody said, they're not going to give, you know, extra time and attention to people that aren't going to be there. Amen. Um, so, you know, be honest with yourself and, you know, take time to evaluate it each week. I know my, my little closing thought is going to be two, two people that are maybe listening to this and um, are looking for an internship or in an internship. One, be willing to sacrifice because you're going to have to make a lot of sacrifices. Two, make your life easier. Do things right. <laughs> don't, don't do them wrong and, and then be like, oh, shit, later. Like, um I don't know how many times we we all at one point in time like we set something up wrong where we could have easily went back and right. double checked it. You we know, just didn't. ask question. Like it, yeah. you're an intern, you're not supposed to know everything. I again, not to pick on Tyler, but I remember one time we were doing we were, it was like test day. And we, everybody was running sprints, and he was the guy that was like marking the times down. And yeah. something as simply as he didn't know the names of all these players, he didn't ask, so they ran all these times, and then he had yep. no idea what to do. It's like. So now we got to redo it, and he got his ass chewed out. Yeah, he did. But again, as long you know, if you if you just ask questions, again, you're not expected to know everything. You're an intern. Yeah. Ask questions. Don't be afraid to you know mess up. But the worst thing that you could do is think you know what you're talking about and not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, my third piece of advice is if you are an intern, make sure you or even a strength coach in general, but. Like, just make sure you have some kind of outlet because you're going to get really, really stressed out at some point in time. You need that release. And then um, to the actual coaches listening to this who are maybe in charge of interns, like, plan out what the hell you want these people to do. Don't just don't just be like, okay, I'm going to maybe give them an article here and an article there and maybe talk to them about <laughs> this. Talk about, like, actually have a written out plan. Like, we do all this, like, in-depth. Like, I know I do an annual plan for every single one of my teams every single uh, start of, like, fall and everything. Like, do the same thing with your interns. Know where you want them to be and work your way backwards. Right, right. That'll just help everybody. Yeah. Uh, Cody, is that a Squattober flag back there? It is not. It is uh, my, no, my wife, uh, for, I think it was Father's Day, got me a Squat University flag. Ooh, okay. For, yeah. 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 So, that. one of my, fr- I got an IU one right above it. That's not the American flag. Then I got the American flag kind of angled out. But, I got you. Yeah, uh, actually, right here, boom. Oh, diploma, there it is. Diploma. Ooh, I went ooh. to IU guys for you doubters out there. Yep. <laughs> you doubters, I got I it got, framed. I got, I, yeah, I got that diploma framed. <laughs> Still haven't framed my uh, masters. I have no idea where it even is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it took me. It took me forever to find it. I had no idea where I put it. <laughs> um, is anybody participating in Squattober? Oh, I am. For yeah. Sure. Every day. For sure. Yeah, I did squats over, and then we'll do uh, Dead Simber. Yeah, Dead Simber. Dead Simber. 
Ryan. Uh, I'm not sure if my back can handle it. I'm working <laughs> on it. That's what it needs. I've been, I've been, I've been working <laughs> on my back squats a little bit, but I don't think I wanted to check my form. So Cody doesn't want to meet up with me. I tried, but. <laughs> hey, that's okay, because I'm, I'm coming to the area, man. Maybe. Oh, so yeah. I, I might be able to give you, uh, maybe give you some uh, pointers. Maybe we can do like a cool lift together sometime. Let's do it. Everybody go to Lift Lab. <clears throat> that's right. That's right. Freedom. We'll, we'll do like a, a mashup of Freedom Friday, Squattober, and then uh, I know Dustin would always want to do like 80 minutes of arms for some reason. Like everybody. Hey, hell, we, so. got, we got to throw in a bench. Because if you can't right, bench, yeah. what, right, what the bench. hell are you even doing? In Amen. Game? Amen, man. <laughs> Amen. Well, gentlemen, a lot of fun doing this little trip down memory, run, memory lane. Definitely going to try to get you guys back on sometime as another guest, but uh, definitely appreciate it for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me, Lance. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us, man. Play some FIFA 19. Yeah, listen to you. <laughs>